One more time, tell the person. All right. Okay, Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We ask that you breathe upon it. Open our hearts to receive from you. Even as we pray, let heavens open to us. Let there be answers in Jesus' name. Matthew 7, from the 7 down. I've already preached to you. This is just, um, let's be official. 7 to 11. Or oh, what I've said now is not preaching. Please, so everybody, fix your life. Learn, make the right network and maintain good relationships. Stop being friends with idiots. It's like I'm using, I'm using this word, this, this. I'm angry. Stop making friends with idiots. See, you might be a good person. Huh? But if the next two persons to you are bad, we will see you as bad. Are you getting the picture? You are good, you are nice. So you are now with people who are bad, who have wrong characters. So we we'll just perceive you. So don't say, my friend does not matter. I matter. You'll be sure there's somebody somewhere who is interested in you and it just says, oh, I like this girl. And somebody who is next to you, oh, forget her. The person doesn't know you. But the person I've seen you with somebody he knows that is bad. Forget her. Have that one. See what they do. See what it will not use that person. And you've never done it once. That's why the food you did not eat must not be found on your lips. You can't explain. All right. Matthew 7, from verse 7 down to 11. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you? Who, if his son asks bread, he will give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, he give him a serpent? Eleven, the last. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them? All right. Ask him. Okay, so I'm just going to run through this and we'll pray. Um, we're looking at three levels of prayer. Three levels of prayer. Three levels of prayer. Now, from this scripture, one simple truth you're going to deduce is that God wants to answer our prayer. All right? He said, ask, it shall be given, seek, you find, knock, it's open. Anybody that asks it, um, receive it, everybody that seek it, find it, and everyone that knock it, it is open to. He said, if you, as a, as a father, if your son asks you bread, will you give a stone? The answer is no, everybody. If you, you being a man, if your child asks for fish, will you give a snake? The answer is no. So then if you, being evil, it, God is trying to, the Bible is trying to say our nature, human nature is evil, naturally, that's how we are. But if you having an evil nature, knows how to give good gifts to your children. What about God, which is in heaven? Won't he give good things also to you? So God wants to answer us, and God wants to give things to us. All right? God wants to answer us, and God wants to give good things to us. But now, Jesus gave a very profound statement. The Bible said that God does not lie, right? He said, ask, and it will be given. Seek, you find, knock it open. Everyone that asks it, does what? Receive it. Everyone that seeks it, find it. Everyone that knocks it, is it true? Is it true? Yes, sir. Everything you have asked, have you received it? Not yet. So, is it true? Yes, sir. Why are you encouraging yourself? It's not true in your life. I'm not talking at this thing now. The fact is that it's not true. Everything you seek, you've not found. Every door you've knocked, not all has opened. But the Bible is telling you this is the mind of God. All right? It's this scripture is rather like a prophecy. This is my desire for you. 
like Jeremiah to the night, verse 11, I know the thought I think towards you, the thought of peace. But is everyone that has peace? Yes. Huh? Good. Is everyone that experiences good? To give you an expected end. Is everyone that ends well? No. That is God's mind. That is God's plan. But the reality on ground is opposite the scripture. So the question should now be, what is the problem? Hallelujah. Why many prayers don't get answers? I'm going to give you three popular normal things you know. And we go to the three levels of prayer and pray. And listen, this is one issue I have with believers. The moment we hear what we know already, we feel like I've been doing it now. But what you don't understand is that it is in the revelation that the answer is in, not in the knowing. I know it now. Prayer. Is it not the same? Pray. Just, if you want your life to change, I'll give you five points. Number one, prayer. Number two, fast. Ah, we don't finish 21 days now. Prayer. We prayed yesterday. We prayed two days. But if you go back to your Bible and stay with the Word and stay with God, you're going to discover that the prayer you know has different depths and dimensions. Every moment you spend with the world, you will discover there are deeper things to the things you know. So until the light of the revelation comes, you don't go up and you don't get answers. That's what the Bible said in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing. So one time might not bring you what you are looking for. You need to go back. Some need to go back seven times. Psychologically, it has been proven that for someone to master something, you must have done it over 5,000 hours. For you to be called a professional in something, to call a master of something, you must have done it over 5,000 hours. So for you to get used to a knowledge, to an information, to a teaching, you must have listened to it over five times. So why do we go to church every day, every week? Our life doesn't change. As we go, we work out, we have deleted it. No application, no re-listening, no reapply, nothing, nothing, nothing. We just walk out, hey, pastor preach, for God so love the word, and we are gone. What is the in content of the message? What do we do with the message? What is my role in the message? Nothing, nothing is done. If I ask a lot of us now what was preached last Sunday, you forgot it. Even this morning you went to church, you do 90% here, I not remember. But this week, check it, 100%. Okay, let me give 99, let me remove 1%. 99 will now apply what they learned. Fact check. So you now say, I've been going to church, nothing is changing. They have preached fasting. Do you really understand fasting? If yes, how often have you fasted? They have preached giving. Do you really understand giving? Yes, what is your giving style? What is your giving life? They have preached prayer. If you understand prayer, what is your prayer life like? It is in the doing that we know that you know what you are doing. Not in their hearing. That's why I love James 1, verse 20, 21. He said, be ye hearers of the, be ye not the hearers of the word only, but doers of the word. He said, else you are deceiving yourselves. So a lot of us go to church every day to deceive yourself. So why do you wear clothes to go and deceive yourself? Huh? On Sunday morning, you get dressed, add good clothes, perfume, makeup, all of them. You go to church, deceive yourself, come back. Go next week, deceive yourself, come back. Go next. Until you change that approach, nothing will change. Things don't change until you change first. The real change is going to start from you. My beautiful country now is doing a lesson. Since I've not slept since yesterday. <laughs> it's my country. I don't have another country. No matter where I go to, Nigeria is still my country. It's my home. Huh? And I've been trying to follow up on the election. And we'll blame the government for all you like, say everything you like. But we saw people who were like the EC, Electoral Commission officials, they're called INEC, young people from national service who were recruited to be part of the whole process, who just finished school, no job yet, collecting bribes to sell out votes to the wrong party. You, your parents have suffered to pay your fees for four years. You that you have no hope for a job now, what they are giving to you can't sustain you for six months. 
and now you are selling away your future. You are not even sure you will get a job after now. People who finish school before you, under the same party and people, for eight years, they are jobless. And you are coming out collecting money, $100. That's the highest they are paying. That's the highest they are giving to them, the ad hoc officials. The student ones who are getting $2,000, $20,000, then those who are at the top top are getting up to $100,000, $50,000, One was shot dead yesterday, went to snatch a ballot box. He just finished national service in political science. So this is how to practice politics, your own politics. <laughs> your own internship is to stay. That's what they gave you. Snatch ballot box there, we know that you are serious for the calling of politician. So, we can put the blame around how we like. So we now see that the, the, the corruption is from the down. It's within all of us. The decay is within, it's deep within all of us. So the real change you are looking for is you first. Ghana is bad, Ghana is bad. It starts with you and I. Ah, my family is suffering. It starts with you and I. If internally things don't change, externally nothing will happen. That's why Jesus said, say you don't take a new wine and pour into an old wine skin. Say it will burst. Lord, of you, what you are asking for, you, you are wrong. If God put it, you will burst. You are wrong. Your, your life is wrong. So the moment in the content you are looking for, God put it in you. There's going to be a problem. Hallelujah. Why many prayers don't get answers? Number one is how you treat others. Matthew 7 verse 12. How you treat others. Okay. So he said, whatever things you want, who to do? Men. Okay. Not God now. What you want God to do for you, you can pray. Are you with me? Yes. You can write prayer requests. But the moment it has left the hand of God and he has to be dealing with men, he said the principle is that you must do it for somebody first. Oh, nobody favors me. How many people do you favor? Now look at this now. Look at this. God can answer you, but the answer is not in your hand yet. That God has answered your prayer does not mean you have it. No, no. If you understand how faith works, Hebrews 11 verse 1 says now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I already have what I'm expecting from God. Alright? So God can give you a car now and yet you are still trekking. But by faith, you know that you already have it. God can give you a marriage now. You are still single. But by faith, you know God has told you. You felt it. You believe it. You dreamt of it. You receive a prophetic word about it. God can tell you, I've given you a baby. And yet, you are not yet carried one or yet pregnant. And by faith, you just know that you have it. So you've gotten it. So now God's, God's okay. I'm giving you a baby. And by faith, you receive it. You know. And your husband comes to you and says, Guy, Alpha, let's do fellowship. He said, no. Do you know? Don't forget what I'm talking to. Whatever you want to get, do it unto men. That man have to fellowship with you before that thing you have already received become a reality. Are you getting what I'm saying at all? Yes, sir. Oh, God, I've given you money now. And the money has come. God does not throw money down. Even miracle money does not fall from the air. No. God will use men. It can be against their will. It can be whatsoever. But God will use men. God will use systems. So now the moment, this is what I was talking to us about earlier. The moment you're dealing with men is wrong. So this time now, God has answered. The answers have left God's hand. God has no business holding it. Satan has no business holding it. But yet you are not getting it. So this is why lots of people, a lot of your answer is in the hand of people. You want to get married, God won't marry you. A guy will marry you. 
So if you don't keep yourself presentable for guys to see, visible first of all, to see. Number one, to be acceptable. So at the end of the day, God already told you, say, you are getting married this year. You can be there five years and yet unmarried. I'll just ask somebody a question. Say, how come you always pray for men to come? Whenever they come, you always have a complaint. Papa, the guy, the guy there. I say, shh, shh, wait. Just answer my question first. How come? This last one that came, now you waited for one year. Nobody asked you out. Now he has come. Now, just two weeks now, you already have an excuse. You already have an excuse. Say, they are following you. There's something very wrong with you. So what the devil does now is that he now triggers you to react against your answer in the midst of men. You now do things that will make men to detest you, to reject you. Character issues, the way you talk, the way you behave, the way you get angry, the way you do things, and the last thing that happens is that you say, God has not answered. No, God already answered. He's left now with your dealings with men for things to turn. Even Jesus being God in the flesh, he had a prophecy he has to die at Golgotha. While he was to pick the cross of Golgotha, he got to a point his human flesh failed and he fell. A man called Simon of Sarin, the man is an African, came, picked up the cross and carried it for him. If he had died there, prophecy would have failed. There is a place he has to die. Even if he is God, he needed a man for this prophecy to be complete. The more you keep damaging the people God brings your way, the more your delay becomes longer. Speed is a man. If God tells you that I'm giving you speed, God is saying I'm bringing a man to your life, somebody who I have already blessed, who I have already settled. When the man enters your life, the things the man have labored for begins to come to you. So you begin to accelerate. So the moment that man comes and you begin to have issue with that man, speed is withdrawn from you. May God give you wisdom to deal with people. Amen. May God give you wisdom to manage the right relationships Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. So understand that God can give you something. God can answer your prayer. You can receive by faith, but it's not there yet. Now you need to meet the right man. A lot of us won't even know the right man when you see the right man because your discernment is now bad. So how do you proceed? Can you recognize your helpers when you see one? Can you recognize your opportunity when you see one? It's a popular saying, opportunity comes but worse. Right? It's not true. It comes again and again. Problem is you don't recognize it. This past week, one came. This coming week, another one will come. Yeah, you don't recognize it. Because the opportunity might come in a very casual form. Come as your regular colleague. Come as somebody you just know. I think I was saying something. I was I was about I was really retired for something for someone. While I was setting the I discovered that somebody on one of our platform is informed in that area. So I messaged that I reached out to her and we got talking and she gave me information that I needed. So imagine if I've had issues with her. Imagine if we are not in talking terms. And now she's in the a, in a point of a privileged information that I need. My anointing will not help me now. What some of us feel is, hey, don't mind him. If you don't go, I'll look for somebody else. A fear is not true in Ghana. You're not getting what I'm saying. You can get, I'm sure there's somebody else who bears a fear as a name. But this one can't be two. She's one. If God brought her to your life for something, the moment you lose her, what God would have used her to do, God won't use this one. Except for one or two reasons, God is the one that chose to take her out and bring somebody. So don't say, ah, it doesn't matter. Edit this thing. No. Life does not work like that. Number two. I wanted to go back and see this issue I'm talking about network. I want to go back home, think deep on it.
study it and start acting on it. Your network. Your network. Your network. Your network. If you want to live where you are now, your network, your connections. Ghana is not bad. You just don't know where it's good. Let me repeat. Ghana is not bad. You just don't know where it's good. And you don't know who knows where it's good. The moment you know who knows it, it will change. In the same country, things will change for you. Lot, as long as he was with Abraham, he had no business with Sodom. The moment pride entered him, he began to retrogress. Ended with a bad history. May God bring the right people into your life. Now your amen is not strong at all. Amen. May God bring the right people into your life. Amen. I pray for every single person here. May you not marry your downfall. That your amen sounded like a Muslim now. Amen. May you not marry your downfall. Amen. Number two, the reason why a lot of prayers don't get answered is greed. 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 James chapter 4, 2 and 3. James chapter 4, 2 and 3. James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war. Yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your last. All right. So he said one of the reasons why you don't get answers to prayer is that you are asking everything for your personal benefit. Listen, these wife philanthropies always rise because they have people at heart. All right, you want to rise, you want to get better, have people at heart. Take greed of you. God is against giving, God is not against giving you, but God is against everything being all about you. God is not against giving you, God is not against answering you or blessing you, but God is against everything you do being all about you. This month, who have you prayed for? The little financial blessing God has brought for to you, who have you remembered? The visions you are thinking of, the goal, the future you are thinking of, what is the picture you are seeing that by the time God lifts me here, these persons will be lifted, or these areas will be lifted, what is the picture? So you ask and you receive not you, because you are asking so that you will consume upon your own lust. So God says, I want to bless you, I want to help you, but all you are thinking is just you. And I didn't create only you. I'm looking for somebody who is thinking about people. See, we are still back to this first thing we are talking about. People. This is where life works. Now, you want to make a million dollars. If you have a product to sell to one billion people for one dollar, you've made a million dollars. Every day. And somebody is making that money in reality. So two things are wrong. Number one is that your brain is not working yet. Number two is that you have not created enough network to have such people. Sometimes when I see myself on Podbean, I feel like crying for myself. What am I doing on Podbean? But I have to just obey God. What am I doing on Podbean? If we've been on out of social media scenes, we won't be where we are now. So taking said, what am I? But you have to just follow God the way He is. Network. 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 If you play with people, you are finished. Though. I've never made one million Ghana cities in my life. Just have something to say for one city to a million people. What is Ghana population? 31 million. So we're just talking about less than 1% of that fraction. 
So they are seated 30 million people. And there is someone somewhere in this country who every week up to 20 million, okay, let me just agree, 10 million Ghanaians patronize the person directly or indirectly. Yes. So you always find their name in the richest, in the richest people in the country. Because they can reach out, they can please you. And your own, you are quarreling with people. Can't you see that they are following you from your village? So you need to sit down and rearrange your brain and make the right contact and network. You discover how easy life can be. But God gives you understanding. Amen. So number two is greed. God hates greed, selfishness. God hates it. God hates it. Whatever God sees a selfless person, God is excited. Anytime God sees a selfless person, somebody was asking a question, why is Peter will be um, thriving? A man came last four years who was also a good guy, good business mogul. He had not held any political office before and all that. So a guy was asking, what is Peter Obi's different? This same guy was good, has good um, track record in business, has his own money. But how come Peter Obi has pulled? Just that Nigeria is not a good country. If Nigeria was a good country, by now we should be talking about results. Since yesterday, this thing should be out of. In fact, they should have done this man the country to rule for four years. The guy is just too good. You should have dashed the man the country. Your guy just take, we loan you four years, manage us. And I said to the person, two things. Number one is track record. Number two is personality. Everything is done is out there in public. And 90%, the first political office holder in Nigeria who left an office and what they call like S. Grasha in Ghana, they brought to him, say, I'm not interested. He deserves it, not like it's for somebody. He deserves it. He said, I'm not interested. Give it back. What did I do? There are people who are public servants who have served longer than me. I only served four years. Somebody has served 35 years, and you are bringing this to me. Take it back. They brought estate to him that this estate should be yours. He asked them why. He said, because you are an ex-governor. He said, I'm not interested. Suddenly, a woman walked into the office who have worked for 30 years, about to retire. I said, do you have a house somewhere? He said, no. He said, give back one of the estates you want to give to me. The money they were to pay out him monthly rejected everything. And the same person, you are still voting against the same person. If something is not wrong with your brain. <laughs> so when I look at the people who didn't vote for him, I know how many mad people we have in our country. Because it's not normal. Loving your oppressors is not normal. Spirit of Egypt. That is still in Africa, including this country. Sure, other election is coming. We will still vote them. And we'll cry that Ghana is not. Number three. Hmm. I just you will not like this one. Why many prayers are not answered? Number three, how you treat your spouse. First Peter 3, 6 and 7. First Peter 3, 6 and 7. How you treat your spouse is part of the reason why your prayers are hindered. All right, let's read it. All right. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to the knowledge given honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of, of the grace of life, mm -hmm. that your prayers be not hindered. Okay. So whose prayers get hindered? The man. The man. Are you sure? The man's prayer gets him that, right? Yes, sir. Well, you don't treat the wife well, right? Now I see why some women deliberately misbehave. The scripture started from verse 6, not from verse 7. The first is says, sir, I called Abraham Lord. 
Huh? Sarah first called Abraham Lord. Single ladies, if you are not ready to call your husband Lord, don't marry. Stay more single. Because marriage is for kings and queens. You have to treat a king like a king first before a king can treat you like a queen. And you have to treat a queen like a queen first before a queen can treat you like a king. Yes, sir. So why are many families poor the way they treat each other? This is your Bible. Oh God, wife, our prayer not answered. God said, what you did to your wife, I'm holding it against you. What you did to your husband, I'm holding it against you. It's in your Bible, it's in your Bible. So many of your prayers are hanging. Pastor, pray. Pastor, the thing is not coming. And in the house, you have finished the man. In the house, you have finished the woman. Several ways, whatever it is that makes the other person not to be pleased, God is not pleased. The moment that person is not pleased, God is not pleased. So on family settings, it is simple as ABC. You want to get constant answer to prayer in that house, learn to make each other happy. I know you, you, it's what you don't hear regularly. I'm telling it to you now, and I will say it regularly. Because I want to see blessed people around me, a lot of them. Anytime Satan starts making you and your husband or wife quarry, just know the devil is about to steal something. There's not no two ways about it. Oh, Pastor, um, my wife does not respect me. Okay, okay, okay. okay, fine. Are you doing what you have to do on your part? Pastor, my husband is not doing this. Are you acting as if he's your Lord? Do you know what Lord means? My Lord and my personal Savior. The only thing that is not there is personal Savior. <laughs> so a man plays the role of Christ on the wife. The only thing he does not do is save. If we dissect that scripture, so people will not get married. I'm not joking. If we have to go down into that scripture to explain it, some ladies won't get married. And our new feminism, believe and thinking. I was saying something last time. I was reading online. This is February, right? Yes, sir. January, February, there's been 4,000 divorce cases in Abuja alone. Not the whole Nigeria. Abuja alone. And I learned about 50% or 60 is just one year old marriage. So what is wrong? Pride, arrogance, selfishness, greed. That story for another day. But this is one of the reasons why a lot of people's prayers don't get answered. So if you look at everything God created, it rallies around people. The first one is how you treat people. Second one is greed. Still talks about people. The third one is your spouse. Still talk about people. So everything God has made rallies around people. The moment you don't know how to respond to people, then forget the hand of God upon your life. No matter how anointed I am, if last week I flogged everybody that came here, and today you didn't come, what would I be doing here? I'll be talking to chair, right? Yes, and whoever that sees me will call me a madman. It's simple. Be careful who you are hurting. Be careful who you are pushing out of your life. Be careful who you are offending. Just be careful. Please, we Ben, we understand that scripture now. Don't be too unwise to think only you have monopoly or to violence. Bible said, if you, if, you, if you treat me bad, God will not answer your prayer. So you begin to oppress the man. No. It's the two. Oh yeah. It's the two persons that God will answer your prayer. So the first thing you should understand now that the moment you get born again, you are no more the daughter of Eve. 
Your daughter of who? Eh? Read verse 6 again. You don't even know what you read just now. Daughter of who? So why are you behaving like Eve? Huh? Why are you behaving like Eve? Eve never called Adam Lord. It was Sarah that did that. So behave like Sarah. Yes, sir. Not like Eve. But God gave us understanding. Amen. Understand that happy home attracts plenty answers. Unhappy home attracts plenty suffering. Happy home attracts plenty answers. Unhappy home attracts plenty suffering. Now, three levels of prayer. Number one is asking. 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 The realm of asking is a general realm for even baby Christians and everyone can do that. Just ask God, Father, I want this. Father, do this. Father, do this. It's the realm of asking. General for everyone. In as much as not everyone is receiving, but asking is for everybody. Everybody. That is the first realm of prayer. The second realm of prayer is the realm of seeking. It's not for everybody. Seeking is to diligently search out something. It is in the realm of asking, you can ask and answer have not come, and you are still there. Hey, one day God will do it. But in the realms of the seeking, you leave normal realm of prayer and switch into the prophetic realm and begin to ask God, why is this thing not working? Father, where is my money? Where is my marriage? Where? It's a realm of questioning heaven. A realm of diligently seeking out what is and what is not. So the realm of seeking is not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's a level of inquiry. This is why the Bible said in Jeremiah 33 verse 3, it said, call upon me and I will answer you. And I will show you that is seeking. I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know them from there now. You can now position yourself to get things balanced to walk into your answers. So the realm of seeking is a prophetic realm of prayer. It's a realm of open eyes. It's a realm of open ears. It's a realm of deep understanding. You ask God questions and you wait for answers. You don't just ask now, keep asking and keep praying. No, you delve into realms of questions. And this realm is a tough realm. It takes time. This realm, you don't pray until you are up, you are tired. You pray until you see what you want to see. And from my experience, I will say this to you. Answers to prayer is easier when you can see. Now, let's assume Mary's phone, let me help me with the phone, is what I've been praying for. I've been asking God for this phone. And the phone is here. And I'm praying, Father, give me phone. Father, give me phone. Father, give me phone. I have prayed, prayed that relocated from here to Accra. Praying the same prayer. Before you know, I've relocated to Kumasi. Pray. Don't forget, what I was praying for was where I was. I have relocated. Before you know, I'm now in Dubai. Father, give me phone. Father, give me phone. But it was just here. All I needed was just open eye. All I needed was just a direction. All I needed was just clarity to find that the, all I'm looking for is with this person very close to me. It still brings us back to where we began from. If this same person, God now show me that is close to me, I have what I'm looking for. I have offended her. I have destroyed our relationship. Listen, this is why we have to be careful. Please, everybody God brings your way is not for relationship. Some are helpers. Yes, now, this lady came around me and she's to help me tomorrow. Because I'm blind, I didn't know. I began to date her. And because that is not the plan of God for bringing her, it won't work. 
Before you know things happen, 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 both of us fight and we, we lose part and we go. Later now, I now get married. I get married and I now realize that what I need is in this person's hand. How do I now get my answer? Life is easy. Just carefully align yourself to principles. Hallelujah. So the realm of seeking, you have to diligently, diligently search out, diligently make inquiry. You don't just jump to ask. Listen, anytime you are prayed about one thing for long, answer is not coming. Start asking questions, go into inquiries. Anytime you prayed about one thing for long, answer is not coming. Stop. Go to inquiry. There could be just be something you need to do. Are you following me? God might have released it, but there is somebody you need to meet. Simple as that. So if you don't sit down to inquire, you will just be going through delay and begin to struggle for no reason. Number three, the realm of knocking. The realm of knocking is the place of intense, relentless, tireless, no surrender, no retreat prayer. It's a realm of wrestling. You knock, you knock, whether there's response or not, you knock. All that matters to you is that this door has to be opened. Oh, I pray, pray, pray. It's not working. I'm tired. No, that's not the realm of knocking. That's the realm of asking. You can get tired. But the realm of knocking, you are not permitted to get tired. Keep hitting. It's either I'm blessed this year or I'm blessed. Either I get married this year or I get married. Either my door gets open or it gets open. Either I get favor or I get... You keep knocking. Let's take one last scripture before we pray. Luke 11, 5 to 9. Luke 11, 5 to 9. Shepherd Letuza. I pray for someone listening to me here. That your prayer will produce answers. Yes. That request that I'll be hanging over your life, it will produce answer. Amen. I said it will produce answer. Amen. It will produce a testimony. Amen. It will produce your miracle. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You must move from asking to seeking. You must move now. By the time you have now seek, you have now sought, and you have now discovered what to do, you go to knocking. You now know God said, this is where the miracle is. God said, this is where the favor is. You don't just go to asking now. You knock because you are sure of what you are dealing with. You are sure that this is the witch that needs to die. You are sure. Some of us are not even sure of the witch to die. Today you suspect this one. Tomorrow, say, Father, kill everybody. <laughs> You know, some of you are very suspicious that your dream is really get manipulated. Yes. Let me tell you one thing about dream. Once you don't like me, you will see bad thing about me. That's the truth of how dream works. The moment you start hearing something bad about me, somebody are telling you, hey, Pastor Nobet, you must see that thing. Ah, it's true. Once it enters your heart, the devil will create that picture. You see, Bible said dream will come by multitude of business. So you want to have a pure dream, learn to keep your heart pure. That's why I don't entertain gossips because I know that every day I minister to a lot of people. Every day I have to hear God for people. So to keep my mind sound, to know that what I'm saying. So when I'm talking, I'm not, am I sure? I'm not sure. I just know what I'm saying. I don't, I might not be seeing what I'm saying. But as I'm talking, I'm talking like somebody talking. I know I'm drawing from the right source. So I'm not worried. But the moment you have listened to a lot of things. So if I've discovered I've heard things about you, you come and make inquiry. I don't give you answer. That's me. Even if I hear God, I won't give you an answer. I want to be sure it's not flesh and blood that is talking. I will tell you, go and come back. I will go back to prayer and ask God. I need to get a proper signal so that I will show it's not what I heard. A lot of people you are suspecting as witches are innocent. You saw them in your dream. Carry big horn. Carry tail like dog. Wear black and black. And they have big teeth. And they were doing you, ah. You watch Ghana movie too much. The moment you are angry about somebody, you will see bad things. And no matter how bad I am, once you like me, you keep seeing good things. 
Are you getting the picture? The moment you like me, you have come to like me and accept me. No matter how bad, everybody will tell you, ah, this person is bad. In your dream, you'll be seeing me like the president of this country. You see me like an angel. It takes you now withdrawing to a neutral ground before you now get the vision that hey, something is wrong with this person. And there are a lot of people around you who are wrong. But because we have now come to love them, flesh and blood have now blinded you from the real person and lying to you. God open your eyes. Amen. And there are people who are good that you are now be seeing the wrong things about them. May God also open your eyes. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Alright, Luke 11, 5 to 9. Hold on. Everyone, hold on. I want to be sure your mind is in all we've been talking about. Have you discovered we have not left people yet? Yes, a friend went to a friend, said, my friend. This, is, this person is not being greedy now. Not for her. In the night, went to knock somebody else's door for another friend. Listen. Look for God's principles. Follow them and see life work. And if this friend has not been good with that friend, you can't even go in the day, not talk up in the night. For you to be able to go to somebody's house to ask for something, you believe you guys relate. All right? You can't just go to a stranger, accept there's something wrong. Stranger say, I want Maggie. It has to be somebody to relate with. I want Gary. You want to ask for bread in the night. Not for him, ask himself, for somebody else. That's what we do. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give them. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find knock, knock. and it shall be open unto you. Alright, let's stop there. Now see this. The Bible said to us, not all your friends will help you because they are your friends. Oh, Pastor, my uncle is rich. He's not helping me. Who knows you? Pastor, I have a friend that has one billion dollar in his account. I want 200 Ghana cities. He can't even help me. So people are not going to help you because of proximity. Something beyond must drive them. He said he will not help him because he's a friend, but because of importunity. The word importunity means continuous pressing. That's the realm of knocking. You don't give up. You don't give up. I will know what I want and I must get it. Because the person was consistent, because the person was not giving up. A lot of us don't understand this dimension of prayer. In this realm of prayer, you don't pray for one day and take break. You take long prayer. If it will take me 40 days, then I'm praying it. If after 40 days, nothing changed, God, we are here. I, I declare three days prayer, and after three days, nothing is changing. I'm continuing. But what a lot of us do, I'll pray for three days. This thing must change. It must change. Don't forget, you are not the government of heaven. You are only somebody coming to someone the government. So the government can decide that three days is not enough. Oh, Father, one day passed, two days passed, three days, nothing changed. So, okay, I'll wait. Maybe God wants to bring the answer. No, man. That's the realm of asking. In the realm of knocking, you stay there. If it will cost you one year, you stay there. If it will take you two years, you stay there. Keep pressing. Keep asking. Keep praying. Look at the flimsy excuse the friend gave. Say, I'm in bed with my children. For me to knock your door at night, you should know that it's beyond normal. 
Don't disturb me. They are my children. We are in bed. And the guy refused to give up. Say, you must. Say, because of importunity. After tonight, somebody, you will become restless until you get that answer. Yeah. After tonight, those who are supposed to help you that have been comfortable, heaven will trouble them to help you. Yeah. After tonight, those who were supposed to answer you that have become relaxed, I withdraw their peace. Yeah. I withdraw their peace. Yeah. As you stay in the place of asking, seeking, and knocking, the peace of your helpers are withdrawn. Yeah. Until you get the answer you are looking for. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. So the first level of prayer is what? Asking. Number two. Seeking. Number three. Knocking. So my question for you now is what realm have you been operating on? Hannah prayed until she was mistaken to be drunk. Let me say this to you. A lot of you coming here have not taken this meeting serious. I know. When we become serious, I will know. I will know. And after our, this our tenure expire, I might not renew it. I'll focus on those online. I'm serious. 90% of us are not serious. Well, let's just come now. Maybe pastor will see something again. Oh, just go and pray. Don't know. You are not serious. Ah. It's on your face. It shows the way you pray. It shows the time you come. It shows how you react. It shows the, your response. It shows. It shows. Ah. You are not serious. I'll just focus on those. At least last week, I enjoyed the Zoom meeting throughout the week till yesterday. I enjoyed myself online. It's like Paul Bean, Christ, I would take break on Paul Bean, just be on Zoom for one month. Or I'll relocate to Facebook, just one month. Come on, God, I just go on Zoom, stay on Zoom one month. Huh? We're not serious. We can't be having this meeting and those online are benefiting more than us. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. We need to recheck ourselves. We need to recheck ourselves. Coming here today, what desire did you come with? What pressure did you mount? Did you even take out time to pray that, Father, as I come today? Did you come here before time, Father, as I pray? I have come, oh God. So you just come, eh, something. And you pay transport and left your home. And that's the reason why we take camp meetings here because we travel. So this one, after today, if pastor doesn't see something, next week, maybe he will see. Maybe he, he will pray. But you don't come meeting, it's just these three days and that's all. So you press on your life. But it should be so every day. That's the realm of knocking. And some people are reaching out to me. They want to have one-on-one. -on -one, and I perceive them. They are not serious. And they won't see me. I'm, I'm not around. Am I around? I'm not around. On a serious set of people, on a very unserious set of people. I remember one came. I think he was, I don't know, was he, he, he was through you. I don't, I don't know. But it was through you, book yes, appointment or something. Came, entered my house. I did. <laughs> I was like, Madam, how are you doing? <laughs> I, I thought maybe somebody missed the road and entered my house because my door was open and I was just laughing. Please, who are you? I was not forced to ask, who are you? Who are you? Eh? Another person, the name. So I was confused. So you are the one who came for prayer. A very serious case. And you entered laughing. And do I look like a comedian? It's an official meeting. It's not for joke. Asta, now I see that. that. Asta, how are you? <laughs> who? <laughs> I said that way, people. Say, Father, say, come, Father, in the name of Jesus, she is blessed in Jesus' name. You can go. I said that way very bad. I didn't pray. The issue continued. Well, then I said, Pastor, if it has not changed, you, I said, You are your problem. You, you are your. I scolded that for months. If I announced her seriousness, I now took it up in prayer, and she got the answer she was looking for. Oh, serious, oh, serious. You see, we feel, the Bible said, ask, 
So it's just easy. Like you just tell Ephia, even if you, are, you come and ask her something, I know Ephia, she will just give you. Oh, Ephia? She will just give you. Yeah, there have to be reason for the gifting. You see your family member, leave this now, or they followed you. <laughs> or they came to look for you. Hallelujah. We must learn to mount pressure. You see what Jacob did? That, let's read Bible and take examples. Jacob was already spoke, words were spoken by the father. You're going to be great, you'll be this, you'll be that, and all that comes with it. But the moment he had an encounter with God, the Bible said he wrestled with God. So all through Jacob's life, he was limping because his tie got shifted for fighting for destiny. He wasn't a straight man. He had limping leg. He walks and limps. He fought with God. And it, wasn't, it was a vision because no man sees God. It was a vision. And from his vision, he fought till his leg got shifted. And you, when you pray, you can't even see anything. It's your village people that you are seeing. We, do, we have not pressed into prayer. We don't pray. We don't pray. You tell me that you pray. Show me the proofs. It should be there. A lot of us, the devil has given you a tool called inconsistency. So the moment you take on, you see yourself on fire, on fire, one month, two months, three months. Everything is gone. You are back to your old self. And if you are there for one month, it's a very dangerous weapon. I'm telling you the truth. Inconsistency. Yeah. Very dangerous weapon. You get dried up. And suddenly, after some listing again, the fire has now quenched. You have to now struggle to relight the fire. You now reignite the fire. And suddenly, ga, 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 you burn, burn, burn again. This time, ah, I cannot be stopped. Suddenly, wow, it goes up again. And you see yourself for 10 years, inside the year, like three times, four times, two times, you always go off and come back, go off and come back. You can't be free. You can't be blessed. You can't sustain blessing. You can't remain at the top. It doesn't work. You need to carry the fire for consistency. Every man who is a master of what they do, check one thing you'll find is they've been there for years. Everyone, they've been there for years. Is it prayer? Is it ministry? Is it fasting? Is it they've been there for years? Business, they've been there for years. Check somebody like this town. Somebody just open shop and close. Open and close. Open and close. Without good reasons. Open, close, start another one. Open, close. Check them. You see poor people everywhere. But check those who have maintained one business for long. In this time, people I'm sure they have been here for five years. In one business, ten years. Their shop is known. So by now, People now use their shop name as a landmark. If you get there, look for Omega store. Look for this store. Look for that store. They've been there for years. You would have been saved. But after one, two, one, two, phew. Uh, like onions is not working. They can let me try pepper. Phew. And they come, enter pepper. And somebody now come looking for onion sellers. <laughs> we have left onion. We have left onion. After six months, this uh, pepper is not working well. Let me try okra. You enter okra. Somebody that come. I want pepper seller. Pepper seller. Ah, we've, we've moved though. We've, God is helping us. God is not helping you. God is not helping you. You are fooling yourself. Before you know, pew, you have entered rice. From raw rice to cook rice. Open chop bar. Before you know, they've closed their chop bar. Confused. And at the end, you know, discover you've accumulated debts. Debts. Debt by starting and closing. Starting and closing. Starting and closing. Inconsistency. It's a very wicked weapon from the devil. I want us to pray tonight. Be on your feet for me. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. What is the prayer? Father, I receive the fire to ask and receive, to seek and find, to knock and it opens. I receive the fire to ask and receive. Listen to me, everyone. Listen to me, everyone. If you are at a point now where you are asking, and you are not receiving, I've been there. Yes, you are seeking, you are not finding, I've been there. You are knocking, it's not opening, I've been there. One of the difference between the me then and the me now, one is revelation. One is revelation. I thought I knew it, not knowing, I didn't know. 
Number two is consistency. I feel because I was a pastor, so I can just do anything anytime. I can just stand up. I'll just hear God. I will just not understand it. There's an atmosphere that needs to be built. I told myself last year, I said, I want to press myself until I tattoo the prophetic in my spirit that I can wake up at any time. Not carry the spirit of prophecy, no. I will tattoo it. No, they call tattoo, right? I will tattoo it. So even when I'm not in the mood, I'll prophesy. I'm not in the mood, though. Like this accurate realm is the least. As accurate as it is, it's just I'm not in the mood. So what if I'm now in the mood? You need to build consistency. Build consistency. Ah, Papa, answer is not coming. No, answer will come. The problem is that you are not consistent. Can you declare vigil, the Father, I'm not stopping until I get a job. I'm not stopping until I get, if it takes you one year, no problem. For every night, that's it. What is your prayer culture? What is your fasting culture? What is your giving culture? What is your culture of commitment to spiritual authority? What is your culture for Bible study? A lot of you know there's no new scripture in your spirit. It's the ones you know that have been there. Nothing new. Nothing new. So when you, you're always reversing, rotating around scriptures, and you say that being in Christ is a new creature. No, you are becoming an old creature now. There's nothing new again. The Bible says his mercies are new. When? That is how your prayer life should be. That is how your Bible study life should be. That is how your giving life should be. It has to be renewed every morning. Let me say this to us. Anybody that prays, it shows on your face. There is this glowing that is on you that even bleaching cream cannot bring. Telling you, anyone that prays, you have a, a strange illumination around you. Somebody just sees you. I traveled somewhere, so that may go for program somewhere. And in the evening, I went out with my naked just to go buy something. Wearing a naked and just a t shirt. And a guy was standing behind me. And he said, Please, are you a pastor? I was like, Why are you asking? Please, I just want to I said, Yes. I was confused. I thought it would be okay. He attended the program we came to, so he met me. I was like, Why? I said, There's something smelling around you. I was telling my body, and I said, no, no. I was confused, God, I didn't expect that. But they said, sit around you. You look like a man of God. As a man of God, you see that you will know. They have that, fucking like a man of God. If their voice is not cracked, then they have not prayed. So they want to pray, they will pray. Forget that thing, it's not by the voice. Authority is not how thick your voice is. It's how thick your spirit is. Stay in prayer. When you pray, he shows. Two things happen in the spirit. God enlists your name in those that pray. Satan enlists your name in those that pray. That means you pray. If God and Satan have not known you, then you don't pray. You don't understand what I'm saying. If all your prayer, only God know you, then you are not praying yet. God must know you. Satan must know you. Because your prayer must be a threat to hell. And it must be making him part. And in any sense, must be coming before God. I remember we finished the meeting, one of the DGs we had, we finished the meeting, I woke up in the morning, I had a voice clearly say, how? He has woken up again. And I'm like, Holy Ghost, what's going on? Say, it's demons, don't mind them. It's demons. What you, the prayer you prayed yesterday, the thing touched them, say, he has woken up again. So by just waking up alone was a problem to demons. I have not prayed though, I just woke up. He has woken up again. If the devil doesn't feel your impact in his kingdom, then you are joking. If God doesn't feel your impact in his kingdom, then you are joking. We're going to pray. Lord, I receive the fire to ask and receive. What you have said is, Father, from today, by prayer, begin to produce answer. That's what you're praying for. Not just the zeal to pray now. It's one thing to have the zeal to pray. It's another thing to begin to manufacture answers. 
I pray by the God will bring you there. Amen. God will bring you to the place of answers. Amen. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray now, I receive the fire to ask and receive, to seek and find, to knock and doors will open. I receive the fire to ask and receive, to seek and find, to knock and doors shall be open. In the name of Jesus. I want to see people of prayer right now. Go ahead and pray right now. Kelemon you want to kneel down to pray, you want to sit down to pray, but just make sure you pray. Anyhow you want to pray, just make sure you pray. Live here with the fire tonight. Elemekon parasa 